Hey, 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 what's up? I hope everyone is well. I hope everyone is keeping safe in these everlasting COVID times. So for new listeners, welcome to the Aging Millennial. I'm your host, Amar, and I will dive straight into the topic of today's episode. So I hate my job. I'm quitting. This is probably a phrase you've said yourself over the past many times of the past couple of years or heard your colleagues saying it, your friends saying it, your family saying it. And you know, it's it's something I hear honestly on a regular basis. Every other day, one of my friends says, you know, I hate, I'm good at my job and so forth. At least I've said it in the last 11 years of my working, I must have said at least 50, 60 times. If there's a shit day, I say, I hate my job, I'm quitting. Um, or, you know, if something happens and I say the same thing, but yeah, so this episode, I'll focus on, you know, what, you know, why it happens, why you might hate your job, why you might say it, and then ways to address it as well. So maybe you start, maybe in the end, you start loving your job, you start seeing your job in a different way, or it motivates you to start looking for other stuff in a less frustrated manner. So, um, you know, it, when I was thinking about this topic, it just reminded me of some personal work stories or some funny moments now that I look back. But when I was there, I was like, you know, oh shit, what the, what the hell is happening? So when I was in Russia, uh, back in 2011 or 2012, I believe, I was asked by my manager to lead a work stream. And the issue in Russia is, I was working for my FMCG, uh, where the working language is English. But in Russia, the, the, the everyone speaks Russian within the office, and that's the main mode of communication. And so, f- and I was one of the only foreigners working there at that time. So for them, adapting to English was a big step for them. Not that they didn't know English, but it was just you know they were used to their their uh, regular routine of speaking in Russian. So. So one day I, I, I attended a meeting, which I was leading, and uh, it would happen that, you know, they would just break into Russian. They would say, Amar, can you give us 20 seconds? Uh, let us explain it in Russian because we use less brain power uh, versus speaking in English. So they did that in that meeting and that 20 seconds honestly became five minutes. And in the end, I, I said, guys, you know, uh, if I'm leading this work stream and you know, I speak English, I'd appreciate, you know, if you, if we conduct the meeting in English and where you generally require something to be explained in Russian, you know, a, a 20, 30 second or a minute is acceptable, but not five minutes, man. So they, 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 they understood my point. And one of the ladies, one of my colleagues actually asked the forum, to raise their hands who speak in English or who speak in Russian. And majority raised their hands to speak in Russian. So honestly, I, I left that meeting. I was like, when you guys have something to share with me, then let me know. So that was one of the work stories, uh, which I found surprising. But now that I look back, it was quite funny, actually. Um, another another uh, story is that when I asked my manager for leave, for no, to start. So it was Ramzan or the month of fasting for people who don't speak Urdu. 
speak Urdu and I asked her, you know, is it okay if I start a bit later in the mornings, maybe 30 minutes or an hour later? Um, and obviously I'll work, you know, I'll finish much later in the day. Uh, she, I emailed her. She sent back a response saying request declined. That same manager would also ask her, her direct reports, you know, why are you five minutes late to work? So if it's 9.05 or 9.06, she'd actually question you, why are you five minutes late? Uh, in the future, please do text me if you're going to be late. Even though you may not have reception, you might be in the in the tube train where phones don't work, but she still accept, expected a text message. So expect you to get out of the tube station, text her that you'll be five minutes late and then go back into the tube. So really efficient managers, guys. Um, other, 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 uh, another story is when I was working in South Africa, I remember that we were doing a group assessment and one of one of the managers overlooking that he briefed us that you know I want the slides like this 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 the same format the same wording everything we didn't really adhere to his advice uh, because you know we didn't agree with most of the points so he failed us in our group assessment just because of personal a personal ego issue I guess but in the end uh, we you know it was overturned by another senior manager who actually we who we took through the presentation and he understood our points and appreciated our project and uh, gave us a really high grade for that. So yeah, just some personal work stories and I'd be really interested to hear any of your stories as well. Just just something which may have frustrated you in that situation or in that moment, but now you think back and you actually laugh about it. So I guess it depends, you know, just going back to, to the topic, I hate my job, I'm quitting. Why does it happen? So I've been told um, us millennials are impatient. So we expect faster job promotion um, versus versus you know the generation before us which might be true I mean if I look at my if I look at people around my age or my friends everyone expects to get promoted every other year and a half two years and once that doesn't happen then you're like oh shit I'm quitting I hate my job um, another couple of reasons are you know not getting on with your boss I think that's a that's a general reason. But, um, you know, sometimes bosses push you to a corner where you actually resign, made to resign or and hate your job. You know, there could be different reasons for your boss doing that, ego trip, um, them not liking their job, venting their frustration out on you um, and so forth. Um, you might hate, hate your job because you might be getting bullied by others in your workplace. You may not work with them. You may not report to them, but they could be bullying you. Uh, I know I knew of a colleague who got bullied at work. They didn't really care much because they think he was lying, and in the end, he had to quit his job. So, you know, shit happens uh, unfortunately, and it gets either brushed under the carpet, um, and the person is made to leave, or the person never talks about it because they know that nothing's going to happen in the end. So, really sad in that way. Um, sometimes you might hate your job and feel like quitting because you're being under under underutilized. So you might have a great skill set and you can you know contribute much more uh, than what's being asked. So you feel that you know your your skills can be put to use somewhere better, which which is fair. Um, then other reasons, you know, lack of low benefits versus maybe other companies, lack of good leadership. So um, you don't really believe in your leaders. They don't really offer a vision. They don't really offer any hope 
to you know where you can go in the company. They don't really offer how this company will progress in the future. They're only thinking short term. So how can they gain uh, in their you know in the, in their stint in in their leadership respective leadership position? So they really have a long term vision, and it's very it's very sad to see that because it really put. I think senior leaders don't realize that, but it really does put off um, other you know lower. Sorry, members of the lower lower hierarchies. If they don't, if the leader doesn't believe in the company, then it gives no reason why others should as well. Um, a bad work life balance. So I've seen in eleven years of my career, people work into late hours. I've done it myself, and if you're working late night, you know every day, and it's not it's going unappreciated, then it really does put you off, and you start looking for an environment a work environment where your firstly your efforts appreciated and secondly where a personal white work life balance is encouraged as well because honestly you know life is short and you don't want to be working 14 hours a day for nothing in the end when you die and I'm sorry to be very blunt but when you die no one's going to remember oh yeah Amar worked uh 15 hours did 15 hours a day for this and this company I wouldn't be remembered for that no one cares everyone's replaceable in the end of the day so um yeah there's some of the reason why it may happen uh, I'm sure I'm missing a lot of other factors but you know these are some of the factors which I identified from my personal experience and from speaking to others as well of why I, I might hate my job and why I feel like quitting the next day um obviously this does have an you know thinking like this has an impact on you um, or such, you know, such situations arising in the workplace does have an impact on you. So I've seen it from my personal experience that I've been in difficult situations and it actually makes me think, start thinking negatively, negatively as well. Um, so, you know, I'd start thinking of things which might not be, which might not even be true. So for example, in that Russia example, um, where people prefer to speak in Russian, I automatically start thinking, oh, do they hate me? Do they think I'm not competent? Do they think I'm not a good leader? Do they not respect my opinions? But honestly, that's just creating false scenarios in my mind. I did ask a colleague later, guys, you, didn't you think that was a bit rude? And in hindsight, actually, you know, in hindsight, they thought that was rude, but they just generally thought their points could be could come across better in their Russian language. So negative thinking doesn't really help. In other situations where I may not go along with some lead, some managers or where some managers may have vented out their frustration on me, um, you know, I, I, I started hating work. I started hating that environment. I started hating the managers or the leaders as well, which doesn't really help because there, there might be issues you don't know about. There might be frustrations on part of the leaders or managers or your colleagues that you may not know about. So it's always good to give benefit of doubt. Um, but also taking, you know, some work situations seriously may definitely impacts your quality of work. So you're definitely not going to be producing your best. Um, it definitely impacts or can impact your future prospects at the company as well. So, um, you know, if you're seen as always being negative or not performing highly or being critical or not, you know, uh, getting along with your peers, your managers, your leaders, it will definitely impact your uh, promotional aspects in the, in, 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 in the company as well. And I think most importantly, honestly, like apart from the impact on your promotions or 
or negative thinking. I think it also, I think taking, um, taking everything seriously at work at times and internalizing it really does impact your character as well. So you become more reactive, you become more defensive, you become more moody, which actually starts impacting your personal space as well. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's not great and all of us face it. And for some of us, it might be very hard to get out of the situations because we, you know, there might be different factors at play. But I'm going to talk about solutions or how you might be able to think about your work situation, which, which you might be hating a bit more differently. Okay. So firstly, and I think foremost, no one does anything because of you. Okay, so if there's an angry email or if someone speaks to you out of tone or if, um, if you know, your manager keeps or someone keeps critiquing your work in a negative manner, you know, regularly, it's not because of you. Um, it's, it's either to do with their insecurities, it's to do, do with their egos, it's to do with how they've been treated by their managers and by their leaders or by their colleagues, or they don't know anything better. So for example, if I've been brought up or I've been, I've started work life in an environment where, you know, being aggressive or being uh, critical was the norm, then I kind of start adapting those traits as well. And then any new company or any new joiner that comes into my team, I'll, I'll be the same with them. So if that's the only thing I've learned, then I don't know any better. So perhaps, you know, don't take it personally if that happens to you. Maybe start seeing it from their perspective and why that might be, why they might be doing this, why they may be venting the frustration out. And perhaps speak to them about it as well in a nicer way, in a subtle way. You know, identifying the root cause might be, might be the best way to do this. Um, importantly, you know, you've been employed in the company, so you're definitely capable of... Um, of carrying out the tasks and carrying the work. So for example, if you're getting critiqued by someone or your ideas are being pushed, you know, pushed down all the time, always do keep in your mind that they've employed you for a reason. And, you know, you're, you're, you're in the same position as anyone else. You have the same opportunities to you and you have the same platform to shine. So never think you're less than anyone else. Um, I think, it's, um, I think some other reasons, uh, so, so I think another, another solution is always think about career is in your hands. Honestly, in my career, I've realized that no one really cares about your career or about your growth. It's about you in the end of the day. Um, if you need training, you need to push for it. If you need visibility in a particular forum, you need to shout for it. If you want to work on a project, on a cross-functional project, which might out of which might out, be out of your department's remit, like for example, if you work in brand marketing and you want to work in finance, you might and there's a project going on, you need to ask to be involved in it. No one's gonna ask for you. No one's really concerned about your career. I mean, there are some exceptional people who really look out for their for their direct reports over their colleagues, but in honesty everyone's just concerned about themselves, which is selfish, but this is how it is. So look after yourself, look after your career, uh, get involved in projects which, you know, you might be interested in and definitely speak about them. Um, I think what's helped me is also having a mentor in, in, a, in a company. 
uh, a mentor from a different department helps, um, especially if you can be honest with them, transparent with them, they can always help you. And based on my previous experience, I've had mentors who really, really, really helped me in difficult situations. And honestly, they've given me a different perspective on, you know, work, on my work life, on my work issues, personal issues as well. So it's really always good to have a mentor. And definitely, if you don't have a mentor, approach someone you, you think you can be transparent transparent with, honest with. It, it really does help. Um, other couple of solutions or, you know, things which may help you to see your job in a different light. Um, as I pointed out in my well-being episode, don't let your inner thoughts or inner voice take over. Don't listen to it. Don't give it any importance. Don't uh, gossip at work. So honestly, all of us are tempted to gossip. But if you're seen hanging out with the gossip group, then you'll be negatively associated with that. So leadership or your colleagues may not appreciate that. So, you know, keep gossip to the minimum. Because honestly, if you're telling someone something out of trust, they may pass it on to someone else as well. Which And then word of mouth gets around and then it just starts destroying your career and things are being made and, you know, and you may not have said that, but everyone knows. And someone may have said that, you know, this guy, this person said that. So, you know, stay away from gossip. That's, it's hard. It's hard, I know, but it's probably for the best. Um, and, you know, think about, and, if, and you can't control others' behaviors towards you. So best is to not react, to think with the same mind, to think that I'm not the cause of their frustration, and, you know, and perhaps work with them to address the situation. Um, it's always good to be open in your communication, um, you, because obviously if you're feeling frustrated or things aren't getting done, the other person or your manager or senior leadership doesn't know that, right? So you need to speak to them about it and you need to speak in a, you need to put, put your arguments in a nice way, in a, in a logical manner, in a factual manner, you know, don't really make things up. Don't, don't bring the emotion card in, back up your uh, arguments with facts because it always helps. It's always hard for the other person to uh, put you down or to challenge you. And lastly, 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 there are two, there are two um, other solutions which really help as well. So gratitude. Honestly, I've been more thankful. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're, um, I've always been more thankful that at least I have a job. Um, I'm not looking for one. And you know, I can sustain myself with my income as well. There are lots of people out there who don't have jobs, who can't make ends meet. So really be thankful for what you have. And secondly, if you're spiritual, um, it really helps to accept that wherever you are is for a reason. So for example, if I'm in a job which I might be disliking, um, is there to learn from, to build my experience on. To, if, if, I, if I have a shit manager or a bad manager, it teaches me not to be like them with my direct reports in the future. If, if, you know, if, if I don't like a company's culture, it teaches me, to, you know, it, it gives me that knowledge about when I move to a new company, what am I looking for in the culture? So always look at, you know, hard or challenging situations, hard and challenging people from a different perspective. What can I, how can I not be like them? What do I want in my new organization? And if I start my own business, what do I want my business, 
you know, what I what do I want my company to look like? What do I want my leaders to look like? What do I want my employees to look like? So, you know, just just approaching the end of the episode now. I mean, there's so much to talk about, but I can't believe it's only been 20 minutes. Um, it'd be interesting to hear about, you know, what you what challenges you face to work. Do you agree with any of the solutions I provided? What what else do you do to kind of think positively about, you know, uh, about the job you're doing? Or, um, you know, how do you minimize this voice in your head that I hate my job, I'm quitting tomorrow. So thank you guys for listening. Sorry, folks, for listening. As usual, subscribe to my channel. It's available on all the major podcast platforms. Rate and review. Uh, Rating and reviews definitely help. Firstly, for me to improve my podcast. And secondly, to make my podcast more um, visible to to the entire world. And have a good day. Have a good uh, week. And until next time, ciao.